feel like we should have known this already Were we even taught this at all? everybody and welcome to Will This Be On The Test. I'm Maddie. And I'm Austin. And we're here today to talk about some things we should have learned in school but didn't learn, didn't learn fully, or didn't learn correctly. And sometimes we talk about the concert event that Maddie has been dreaming of for 20 years, maybe? Yeah, so by the time this comes out, because we're pre-recording a few, um, we will probably have an answer, but NSYNC came out at the VMAs and Taylor Swift was asking them, are you doing something? And Chris Kirkpatrick did like a little hush. And I'm like, if this is all about the Trolls song, I'm gonna lose it. You guys can tour without Justin. Uh, So far, I've heard you say like, maybe they're gonna tour. Maybe they're gonna tour in Mexico. Maybe they're gonna have a Las Vegas residency. Maybe they're gonna be doing like a, like a Taylor's version, but it's NSYNC's version, I guess. And you've been... NSYNC's greatest hits, Taylor's version. (laughs) Honestly, I'd kill for that. Have her go and produce their music. That would be amazing. Write them a couple new songs. I'd be all all about it. And I like that we're getting some justice for JC. Like, it looks like he has some pretty heavy vocals on that Trolls song. And um, yeah, they're all on TikTok now. JC still can't figure it out, but the rest <laughs> of them are on TikTok. And there's an official sync TikTok now. Y'all, I need this. I need this. We We didn't get Taylor Swift tickets. We're in line for Olivia Rodrigo tickets, but I feel like we're not going to get those. I, I need this. Well, I think that is actually the perfect segue into my, to- into my topic. Uh-oh. So, as you may know, Taylor Swift has committed many sins against us. Specifically. Yes. For months on this podcast, we asked her to fix our roof. She never did. <laughs> And even though our feud is is very much still alive and well, I think we need to join forces with her against an even greater foe. Uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. All of that stuff. I'm talking about the fact that we need to take down Ticketmaster. Oh, wow. I had no idea what his topic was. Yes, because they are a monopoly. Isn't that that game with the little guy who may or may not have a monocle? Uh, here we are in my notes. It's like, note. Maddie will speak about the board game now. And the monocle um, uh, Mandela effect. He does not have a monocle. I know, but... He's got a top hat and a mustache. When you picture him, does he have a monocle? Is that because he looks like the Pringles can guy? I think it's because the monocle has become such a symbol of plutocrats that we associate it with a Monopoly man. Are you saying Mr. Peanut is a plutocrat? Absolutely. What's a plutocrat? Uh, It's basically a... uh, uh, someone who is incredibly wealthy and uses their wealth for political power, and yeah. So that makes it ironic that Pluto got demoted. Yes. I think it has to do with, like, you know, Pluto, the god of the underworld, also being the god of wealth, because he dug up all those gems and everyone had to give him two cents when they died. The coins over the eyes thing? Yeah. In practical terms, that was probably to keep their eyes closed. Yes, it probably Nobody was. wants to see that, especially yeah. if they're on a funeral pyre. I mean, oh, I yeah, because how- then, like, you, like... I mean, you're already going to be kind of crispy. That's going to be horrible. Yeah, and the eyes will bubble. It's going to be bad. Oof. So, well, let me tell you, because we're talking about a type of monopoly that's going to ruin your life even more than playing that board game with your friends will. So we're just going to talk a little bit about monopolies and why they're bad and just like some various monopoly from history stuff stuff. So we're talking about Ticketmaster and not our electric company? 
Oh, we're actually going to talk a little bit about the electric company, too. Oh, excellent. So, what is Monopoly? And this is actually a part of my education that didn't completely fail me. I know. A monopoly is the exclusive possession or control of a supply or a trade of a commodity or a... So, basically, you have all the stuff, and you get to decide whether other people get the stuff. Exactly. And there's several types of monopoly. There's natural monopolies, where, like... There is a factor that prevents it from being like from there being any like real competition. Like for example, when I was talking about the Mali Empire and Mansa Musa, they had control over a lot of the salt trade in North Africa because they had the salt. That's what they had. Like it was around where they were, so they had a natural monopoly because they controlled a natural resource fairly well in the region. And there's other types of monopolies like utilities, like gas, sewer, the electric company, mm-hmm. where. They're like the reason they have a monopoly is because to have every electric company running electrical lines to these different places would be ludicrous. So they have essentially they have been granted the ability to have monopoly because building all the extra infrastructure would be prohibitive. Yeah, which is why we need to have more oversight on what they can and cannot do. Oh yes, we'll get there. And of course, like you know, there's other things like there's state monopolies where the government controls an industry, like for example, prisons. Or the police, the army, or um, if you're Norway and Finland, liquor stores. If you're Kansas, liquor stores. Yeah, but we're going to be talking about essentially pure monopolies, where a single business or entity has gained control of a thing. Like a really bad school principal. Exactly. So here's some, exto- here's some ist- historic examples. Uh, in ancient Rome, uh, Martius Licinus Crassus had a monopoly on firefighting. <laughs> You laugh. I'm not imagining one guy trying to do it all by himself. So essentially, he controlled all the firefighters and fire brigades. And so if your property caught fire and you wanted it to be less on fire, you had to pay him whatever he and his people demanded uh, or they or they would not put it out. They would sit there and watch it burn and they'd just like be jacking up the price as the fire got worse and worse until you agreed to pay whatever they wanted. And yet people want to go back to that because it's not socialism. Uh, incidentally, he also got very wealthy by buying burnt down properties because they were cheaper and then redeveloping on those places. What a weird coincidence. I know. Weird, right? Uh, then, of course, in the late 19th and early 20th century, Standard Oil, which was an oil company in the United States, controlled nearly all oil production. That was refining, marketing, distribution, dr- uh, like, you know, drilling, all of that stuff. They controlled all of it. And they were the cornerstone of the lamplight industry, which was necessary for lighting before the start of electricity. And then they became necessary for gasoline for the brand new auto industry. Uh, It is estimated that adjusted for inflation, standard oil was worth about a trillion dollars. So it was five dollars back then. Yes, five entire dollars. Uh, J.D. Rockefeller, who is the like owner of standard oil, was alone was worth about. $400 billion adjusted for inflation. Uh, He was so rich that he specifically made up 2% of the United States' total gross domestic product. There are still Rockefellers around, aren't there? There are still Rockefellers around. But they're not like, look at me, I'm a Rockefeller. No, they're still very much, look at me, I'm a Rockefeller. There is generational. Well, yeah, but they're not like out there. They're out there. What do they do? Uh, They're board members on charities and museums. I'm kind of okay with that. And like just various like vice presidents of whatever to make my company look important. Like they're also they're on my list. Money. Like the Hearsts. I already did the Hearsts. The Rockefellers are on the list too. Yeah. Yeah. So 
why are these monopolies bad? Well, the big thing it boils down to is that monopolies eliminate competition. Uh, this limits the supply of a commodity. Uh, it creates barriers for any potential com uh, competitors to enter the market. Because if you have this much control over it, you can simply lower prices to undercut any potential competitor. And you'll lose a little bit of money, but they'll lose more money. And they won't be able to compete with you. Eventually, you'll buy them out. Uh, if you create a better process for doing something, they'll buy you out. There's lots of ways they can competition from starting up. And because they control so much about the market, like they can control prices. They can control how much there is. They can control the quality of it. Like there are not mechanisms to control things when there's a monopoly because the system of capitalism depends on competition to a large extent. That's what keeps prices low. It's what keeps the quality high. It what what keeps you from having like, you know, decent customer service. So it's like competition is big. Uh, kind of like with Crassus and the fire department. Like he would beat up and murder anyone who tried to start a fire brigade that wasn't underneath him. <laughs> and he would charge exorbitant fees to put out these fires. Fires that he, by the way, he sometimes started. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, in more modern times, we have companies like De Beers Diamonds who uh, will buy diamonds from warlords that use child slaves to mine diamonds in order to keep the cost of diamonds high so they can so completely control the supply. That's... Well, I mean, you need those little hands to get into the crevices. Yeah. So, like, with monopolies, you have almost no checks on the only source of a thing, and you can charge whatever you want for it. And again, I was like, you don't have to provide good customer service. You don't have to provide a quality product. You don't have to improve anything. You can be as wasteful or neglectful as you want. There is nothing to stop you. But luckily... We have created regulations to keep the worst of offenders from causing too much harm. Uh, in the early 1900s, uh, anti-trust laws split up some major monopoly monopolies, and regulators now have the power to split companies into multiple organizations. Like, for example, uh, the Bell Telephone Company got split up into 22 separate companies, including AT&T. AT&T is gone now, right? They're not. <laughs> They're still around. Huh. Yeah. And of course... Uh, and they uh, also gave organizations like the Federal Trade Commission the power to stop mergers to keep like companies from controlling too much of a part of the market. Like, for example, uh, AT&T and T-Mobile went to merge, but the FCTC put a stop to it because that would have given them too much control over like a big part of the market. And they thought it would unfairly affect prices. So we do have some regulatory powers to stop these things. And monopolies were never a problem again. Yep. Except they still are. No. And I sure, I'm pretty sure you all know who I'm about to blame for this. Jeff Bezos. Ronald Reagan. Uh, even though he was just a part of a long, long trend of conservative lawmakers limiting the regulatory power, he did a lot of it. And essentially, they just slowly wore away at their power to regulate through laws, through court cases, through extreme litigation. Like, they just undercut their power, undercut their power reduce their funding, cut their ability to actually regulate these. On this episode of Extreme Litigation. Extreme Litigation. Uh, homeowner edition. I don't know. Extreme Makeover Home Edition? See, I was thinking of it more as like a, a 90s sports show. Oh, ex yeah. Extreme, litiga extreme Litigation. That's on skateboards. And they're still wearing their judges robes. Okay, that would be really badass. I would watch that video. Um, and Judge Judy is one of them. She's the boss applesauce. Her show is, uh, she's got a new show. What? Yeah. Judy Justice. <laughs> I, I've been watching it. It's interesting. Ooh. So yeah. So we've 
really eliminated their power to regulate things, which is why we have stuff like Disney owns so much of the entertainment. They don't have Monopoly. They're, they're still competitors to them, but they own so much. And in the past, like there would have been regulations that would have prevented one company from acquiring this much big of a share of the market. Yeah, Austin until recently really like despised Disney for this. But then Disney was like, bring it, DeSantis. And so I think Ron, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis, I think Austin is on board with Disney because of the anti-DeSantis moves. It's We live in a weird time. Or uh, this is how like Google controls so much of how we access the internet. Or how Adobe can charge me for a subscription for a software that you used to be able to just buy. Now I'm just paying, like essentially I'm buying a new version of it every year and it sucks. Mm-hmm. And they had nothing. Okay, Milo rant over. Or how Ticketmaster can charge you more in fees than what you would spend on your ticket. And how they will do absolutely nothing to stop scalpers and give everyone who tries to use their service just a miserable experience. Yeah, I really enjoyed how on Ticketmaster's resale site, like the one that they are in charge of, there were scalped tickets on sale for the Taylor Swift ones before they even opened. Yeah. How'd that happen? Yeah, so it's like, it's a problem. Like, it just kind of makes things suck for everyone who wants to buy something. And like, we just have a worse experience in navigating the world because we are forced to interact with this company that's never going to change. Until they actually do something about it. Yeah, which like... They try, but again, all like there's a century of powers being stripped away from all regulations. And of course, the growing monopolization has contributed to the wealth gap and uh, the greedflation that we have seen where essentially they can like where a lot of the inflation that's happened is not because prices have gone up because of supply chain things or people have more money. It's not because of that. It's because companies have decided, hey, let's just charge more for our stuff and make more money off. Oh, I thought you said green inflation. Greed inflation. It's like, let's pretend to be eco-friendly so we can charge more. That also happens. Yeah. Let me talk about organic. Organic. It means literally nothing in most cases. You can call anything organic. Yeah. There is no actual regulation over this, guys. And of course, like, let's... So let's go back to Crassus again, because this isn't really about monopolies, but I just wanted to talk about it. And it's, You've spent all this time talking about monopolies when this episode is not about monopolies. It's about monopolies, but I just want to tell you some fun things about Crassus again, because I okay. thought this was interesting. What's his name? Uh, Crassus. No, the whole name. Uh, make me go all the way back up in my notes. Uh, Marcus Licinius Crassus. Licinius. Okay. I've heard his name. I just couldn't place it. Yeah. So he used his vast wealth to gain political power in Rome, and he was one of uh, Julius Caesar's major backers. And pl- and played a big part in uh, the rise of Imperial Rome and the fall of the Roman Republic. Uh, and when he uh, when Caesar was in power, he was granted uh, Caesar granted him to become the ruler of Syria, which was a pretty wealthy area at the time. So he was extracting a lot of wealth out of Syria. But he decided, I want to I want to go invade my enemy, the neighbors, and make a lot more money. So he tried to do that. So he marched his army into a waterless desert with very little supplies where he was harassed by mounted archers that he refused to like do anything to actually try and fight properly. He just l- let his men be picked off for days on end. And then eventually uh, when they when he finally did die, uh, the enemy found his body, melted gold and poured it down his throat because his greed was so legendary. I was hoping they'd burn him. They, uh, this is like in Game of Thrones when they poured molten oh, gold on his head. I know. 
Yeah, this was uh, that was based. He on was him. already dead though. Yeah, he was already dead. That's too bad. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we, okay, kind of. Yeah, that's what the story is. Like, we don't we don't know if it's true or not, but it's really cool. So I'm gonna say it is. <laughs> He'd be dead like immediately if they did that yeah. while he was alive. Oh, he also, um, while he was in Rome, he treated his sa- slaves so brutally that there was a full on slave rebellion led by Spartacus. They made a movie about it. So yeah, Crassus. And so you wouldn't forget who he was. He just kept yelling, I am Spartacus. No, I am Spartacus. Okay, guys, we have a real problem here. It's like, whoa, I'm seeing double four Spartacuses. So yeah, we still have monopolies and they are an inherent part of capitalism. And they are one of the biggest flaws in a system that we will never be able to fully get rid of. uh, Because the, uh, the market is based on competition. And that's how things regulate. But in competition, there are eventually winners and losers. And eventually a winner, the winner uh, gains so much power that it becomes impossible for anyone to compete against them. And the whole idea that competition is what regulates our market just falls apart because of it. It's like monopolies are a natural part of our system. And they are also like just an inherent flaw in it. So we need these regulations and strong enforcement of those regulations Otherwise, monopolies are going to continue to be a problem and become a bigger and bigger and bigger problem. So yeah, um, so next time someone says we need to get rid of regulations, say, no, that's dumb. Yeah, if we get rid of regulation, then you can be forced to play Monopoly forever. Yeah, that could literally happen. And that guy does not have a monocle, so you cannot trust him. No, and you know what? He's got a get-out-of-jail-free card. That's wild. Yeah, and your entire salary is $200. But you still have to buy property? It's yeah. like you're Gen Z or a millennial. It's like, excuse me, I only get $200 and you expect me to buy a house with this? And even then, it's only once you get once you get to go. Well, how are you going to get to go if you don't already have money? Yeah, it's like, honestly, it's like, it's like I feel like we never even passed the start any. We're just stuck on Baltic Avenue. And y'all just never make it to Broadway. And it's just like, everything around here smells like the beer. And the last thing you want is to be known as the community chest. <laughs> that no, girl always had a monopoly on all the guys in town. Bravo. Yeah. Uh, luckily, she wasn't free parking. Yeah, and that's how she ended up in jail. So are you ready for questions? I am. All right. Will the fact that capitalism can have flaws be on the test? Yes. Will the fact that firefighters used to extort people and start fires be on the test? No. Will the fact that Ticketmaster went unpunished for its sins and I will never forgive them be on the test? It will specifically say Austin will not forgive them. I just, I want to see some third graders have to learn that Austin has not yet forgiven Ticketmaster. Why are third graders learning about monopolies? That seems a little young to understand this com- this concept. I guess it's never too early. It's never too early. You know Exchange City is gone? What? Yeah, that's a... um. A field trip thing that kids did here uh, in Kansas where they'd go to this place called Exchange City and create like a fake community. Yeah. I didn't do it. So it was so dumb because like two people had fun jobs. The rest of us like worked at like the sign shop. You mean like the one around here? That's a front. Yeah. Our job was literally it's like, hey, all you do is make people signs for their shops. It's like, cool. What do I do the rest of the day? And the answer is we actually did this exact same thing when I was in fifth grade, but it was within our school. Yeah. Yeah. Exchange City is gone. Yeah. Oh, uh, another fun Exchange City fact. So uh, we we were there and we hadn't gotten paid yet, but our boss had gotten arrested for bank fraud. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we couldn't, ba- no one could bail him out because no one had gotten paid. <laughs> and he couldn't pay us because he was in jail. Wait, did you start writing people fake checks? Oh, we absolutely, we we just stole money out of the cash register. <laughs> so you guys basically proved Lord of the Flies. We absolutely proved Lord of the Flies. I was reminded of this TV show not long ago that was essentially Lord of the Flies, where they sent children to an island and they forced them to like survive. And they were like little kids through like early teenagers. And apparently like these kids have trauma from this. Wait, this is like a reality show? Yes. What? Yeah, one of the kids I think got to go home because I think they were six and did not handle it. And it turned into the older kids taking care of the younger kids while they cried. And yeah. Oh my God, I want to watch this so bad. It's fucked up. I'll see if I can find it. Dude, like, early reality TV is insane. Yeah, and I remember being 13 and 12, 13, 14 and watching uh, Real World and Road Rules. Real World was superior because I got to see how people in their 20s act because it was very real. So real. This is what happens when uh, people start being... I didn't like Road Rules, though. No. It was too much competition and not enough drama. And it was like, there's like, they called it Road Rules... But there were very few rules. People did not follow rules. Like, I did not see a single turn signal get used in that entire show. Why don't people use their turn signals? Yeah. Use your turn signals. Like, I could be on the run from somebody in my car, and I'd probably still use a turn signal. Yeah. It's second nature. Ugh. People are jerks. Ugh. There's one thing you should have a monopoly on. It's turn signals. I, something's working in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Do not have a monopoly on turn signals. Everyone should have turn signals. And I guess... On that note, use your turn signal and don't start a monopoly and don't start a game of monopoly. Yeah, actually, that's the most that's the best advice I've ever heard given. Don't play monopoly. And on that note, class class dismissed. dismissed.